Your Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Blue Jackets fans, happy Monday. Welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster. Today's episode, uh, well, before we get to that, I have to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Locked On Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms and always will be. So if you do not currently subscribe, then go ahead and hit that follow button. Maybe leave a five-star review if you like it. Today, uh, it is not a Blue Jackets game day, but it is a Monsters Monday. We are going to talk about the Cleveland Monsters. We're going to check in with them, see how their season is going with friend of the show and frequent guest Dina Weinheimer of Field Pass Hockey. So I will just jump straight into that. So it's been a lot, it's been a while since we've had a hashtag Monsters Mondays on here on Locked On Blue Jackets. So I thought it was time that we had one. We've got Dina Weinheimer of Locked On. Nope. <laughs> we've got Dina Weinheimer of uh, Field Pass Hockey here to talk about the Cleveland Monsters. She is one third of the Monsters Musings, the AHL podcast that uh, I do uh, with her and Andrew Garino, who's also of Field Pass Hockey. How's it going, Dina? It is going well. How are you, Jay? Long time no talk. I know. We just we just finished recording uh, Monsters Musings. So, uh, Dina, I'm sure we'll be sick of talking to me at this point. But unfortunately, I have bullied her into coming to talk to me about Trafix, Walansky, and Co. Because I love him, Dina loves him, and he is back with a vengeance. How could you not like Trey Fix Wolanski? I'm just saying. He, he's, he's wonderful. I just adore him. I missed him on the ice. I've missed him in the pressers. I've just missed him all around. So I'm super happy that he is feeling amazing and is back to uh, back to playing games and honestly doesn't look like he has missed a step at all. I mean, he has played four games so far for the Cleveland Monsters. Um this season and he is averaging literally a point per game he has three three goals one assist including on the you know uh, at least one power play goal i know he got that um this past friday against i i believe friday against the uh toronto maple leafs or not maple leafs oh my gosh i am like ooh, toronto marley's <laughs> It's been a long day already. It's been a Monday. <laughs> I am just, you know, looking into the future to where we are talking about him scoring power play goals in the National Hockey League. That's all this is about, you know. I'm manifesting it. I would not be mad about this. And this is something we talked a little bit about on Monsters Musings. But Trifford Skolansky on a line with Sean Corrali and Alexander Texier. I would like to see it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Um, but let's let's talk a little bit about the, the monsters in general because I feel like they look since Fix Wolanski came back, they look like a different team. And I don't know if that's something that, that you've thought or is a kind of a general generally thought, but how are how are they doing kind of before we had Fix Wolanski back and 
how are they doing now after the last couple of weekends? Well, I will say that right now, the Monsters are on a 4-0-1-0 streak. Trafix Wolanski has been back for four games, but he missed, or I shouldn't say he missed, but he was held out of um, Saturday's contest against the Toronto Marlies with, it was kind of worded as like a maintenance day or just like a rest day. And that is where that one comes in. This, I, the team did not look bad. You know, the team looked good, but a little unsteady, a little um, unsure of themselves. But the second Trey Fix Wolanski comes back into the lineup, this team is out there making hits with a purpose. All their movements have purpose. They have more energy. I don't know what it was, but it's like, it was like an effusion of joy and happiness. And we just talked about how we hate the word grit, but it was that infusion of all of that comes into this team. And they look like a completely different, different squad in pretty much all of the best ways. It propels them up to second in the North division where they are only behind the Utica Comets who have a 15 and one um, record right now. And that's because they won, what was it like 13 straights to start insane. Yeah. Just a truly bonkers team. Yeah. So Trey Fix Wolanski was everything that that team needed. And yeah, that's pretty much it. It's uh, Trey Fix Wolanski's world and we're just living in it right now. <laughs> it does feel like he was that that one thing, because we've talked a little bit about this on Monsters Musings, if the team felt like there was something a little bit off and then he came back and suddenly it feels like everything's clicked into place for, for the Monsters. Like you say, they're on a five-game point streak since uh, Fixwinski came back. I'm not saying that the reason we lost on Saturday is because he wasn't playing, but I'm also not not saying that. Uh, however, we have had other players that have been there all season who are, again, looking like real difference makers uh, and are getting some interest from the Blue Jackets. I know Kekalainen likes to keep a pretty close eye on how his prospects are doing down in Cleveland. Uh, so let's talk Jake Christensen. Because if you asked me to, you know, if I didn't know who was leading the Monsters in scoring, I would not have guessed defenseman Jake Christensen. And yet here we are with 17 points, I believe, in 17 games. Can you talk a little, talk a little bit about how his game's doing and, you know, what, what we can expect out of him for the rest of the season, maybe? Oh, I mean, of course, anytime you get a defenseman that is also scoring at literally a point per game, five goals, 12 assists, that's worth noting. Um, but this season, he has been primarily teamed up with, with Thomas Shemich on the top defensive pairing for Cleveland. And these two have been, as you said, difference makers. Jay Christensen has been doing an amazing job on special teams. I think he's been way more vocal. I've noticed this season, he is much more comfortable in kind of that top pairing spot in taking that kind of de facto leadership role that comes with that. But he's just flying all over the ice. He's laying his, he's very responsible. He has a plus eight on the season. Um, But yeah, and for 49 shots too. I mean, he is, if he doesn't lead the team, he'd be high up there. 
Oh, actually, he's tied for the lead. I just double checked with uh, <laughs> with Liam Foodie, hey. another very promising prospect. But again, defenseman. But he, in in his second year with Cleveland, he's he's shining. It really is, and I wouldn't be surprised if uh, something happens up in Columbus for the for the defenseman that Christensen will probably get a phone call. Yeah, that would be that would be really great. Uh, we still have so Dean Kukan is out injured at the minute. Adam Boquist is back. Obviously, had a phenomenal weekend with three goals. Uh, I think two of them were on the power play as well, which seems un uncharacteristic for Columbus to say the least. Um, I have not been super impressed with Gavin Bayruth in the past couple of weeks. I think he's really been struggling, and I don't really know why. But I would really love to see Jake Christensen maybe get a shot in that spot that Beirut has been playing. I don't think he's been bad necessarily. I just think he's been uh, very clearly a young defenseman who has not got a lot of NHL experience. Uh, and I would like to see what Jake Christensen can do with uh, with that opportunity. And I think Kekalainen would also like to see that. In a minute, I've got more of my conversation with Dina. But first, I want to tell you about DirecTV. Does it sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favourite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbour's best friend's login for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle, and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favourites together like never before, so you can watch your favourite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. I mean, no more juggling remotes, no need to buy another device ever again, and here's the best bit, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com, that is D-I-R-E-C-T-V.com. Compatible device required, content varies by package. Welcome back to Locked on Blue Jackets. We are free and available on all podcast platforms, so thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Um, now, it would not be an episode of Locked on Blue Jackets if we did not have some kind of goalie talk. And so we have to talk about maybe the most exciting goalie prospect in the Columbus system since Mr. Elvis Merzlikins himself. How has Daniil Sarasov been doing? I know he struggled at the start of the season, but it feels like he's kind of coming into coming into his own a little bit here. Yeah, to say Daniil Tarasov was struggling at the beginning of the season, there's been fewer, truer words spoken. Um, but also, we need to take that with the disclaimer of he was having to share the ice pretty much 50-50 with veteran netminder Jean, Jean-Francois Berube. So he was not getting consistent starts. It would be, okay, you start a game. Now you have to sit out a game. Now you start a game. Maybe you'll sit out a couple games. But here in the last little over a week, week and a half, um, the monsters have started giving Tarasov more of his share of the, of the net minding duties. Since that has happened and he has gotten more ice time, he has started to look more comfortable, more confident. And I think that's honestly what he, he needed. Um, but still, I mean, nine games, he's uh, five, two and two. I mean, that's all you need to know. I'm not even going to talk about, you know, his shootout percentage or save percentage because you and I have had that discussion about how they're not really true goalie stats, you know, but the shootout percentage, 
I'm just going to leave that, you know, because they haven't had that many. So it's too small of a sample size in my mind. But Tarasov is looking much better. The, the coaches kind of challenged him um, whenever they started giving him regular starts. And he is he's rising up to that. Yeah, which is which is really good to hear, especially, you know, there's some um, I don't want to say goaltending drama in Columbus right now, but there are some people getting a little twitchy about the fate of Yunus Corpusalo, who I said on uh, an episode last week, I don't think he's in a CBJ sweater next season. So, you know, it, it is wide open for Tarasov to kind of take that next step if he's ready. If he's not ready, get a veteran netminder to back up. He gets the bulk of the start in Cleveland and maybe we'll see where we'll see where we go from there um so we've talked forwards we've talked defense we've talked goalies is there anyone we haven't talked about that you think we should be keeping an eye on good question um honestly you know right now my eyes are squarely on Trey Fix Wolanski, just because he, I mean, he has been such a difference maker, but also Kevin Stenland's coming off of a pretty productive weekend. Um, I don't know if I've talked on this show, but I talked on other shows about how he can be kind of streaky and, you know, there's, there's a few concerns there, but since his last reassignment down to the monsters, he's looking you know, very strong, very productive. I mean, I say this and, you know, he's got nine points in 10 games, but he has had multiple uh, multi-point games. Um, But honestly, I would still keep my eyes on Tyler Angle and Liam Foody as a duo. Every time they're on the ice together, something special usually ends up happening, whether it converts to a scoring you know, to, to a goal or not, that's another, you know, whole debate, but in a minute, I've got the end of my conversation with Dina, but first I've got to tell you about Built Bar because it is Cyber Monday. It is the best Monday of the year and Built.com is the place to aim your mouse. Get at least 20% off everything delicious and healthy. That is 20% off site-wide and even bigger discounts on Built Boost, Broth and Swag. And a brand new Built Bar has landed just in time for Cyber Monday, Caramel Almond Delight, which sounds good as hell. Delivers everything it promises. Caramelized chocolate, check. Almonds, check. Delightful, double check. Be sure to get yours before they're gone. And if you're craving white chocolate, for a limited time, you can get a special new Built Bar Puffs flavor. Is white chocolate cheesecake, which just sounds fantastic. It is a yummy protein treat filled with a marshmallowy center covered in 100% white chocolate. Tis the season to save and to give your taste bud the gift of Built Bar. Head to Built.com for incredible tasting new bars and 20% off everything. Head to Built.com and enter code LOCKED20, L-O-C-K-E-D-2-0 before it's too late. I've also got to tell you about Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered all season with more odds, props, and lines than ever before as football season continues to march to the playoffs. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season, so head to their new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today. Receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code LOCKEDON, all one word, to receive your bonus. 
from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. I mean, the, the, the goals. If you keep shooting, eventually the goals will will come. You know, Angle is a very Jake Voracek type player. I think yes. uh, we we just again we just recorded Monster Musings, uh, and I was looking for someone to to call out who hadn't scored a lot, and I was all ready and willing to call Tyler Angle out for only having one goal in his past seventeen games, and then I looked and was like, oh, okay, he's got thirteen assists, so yeah, they can't all be goal scorers, you know. The I like the Tylers are a lot of fun, uh, Tyler Angle and also Tyler uh, Sakura, who's our uh, net front presence on the on the power play. So lots of there's lots of promise down in down in Cleveland from Trey Fixblansky all the way through to maybe less typically exciting prospects. I think. Oh, I mean, just looking at this roster, you have so many Blue Jackets prospects. And like, like you said, they are incredibly exciting. It's always a fun game up in Cleveland. They are playing super fun hockey up there. And honestly, again, we just recorded that, that <laughs> podcast. So I have all the promotions on my mind right now, but they have some really exciting promotions um, coming up the weekend of the 17th. Of course is the annual teddy bear toss, which is a spectacle all in of itself. Um, but the monsters will be facing the, the Utica comets, which just recently set a record for best start to start the, an American hockey league season that had been in place since I believe it was like the 1984-1985 season. So they're facing that Utica Comets team, which that is the only team above them in the North standings right now. That is going to be some high-flying, high-talent hockey. And, of course, you get the teddy bear toss on top of that. So you know what? If you're in Columbus, make the drive up 71 with me. It's not that bad. I'll see you up there. And uh, we can enjoy watching the next generation of Columbus Blue Jackets. Yeah, just make sure you bring bring a teddy or two. Uh, I'm so glad that someone beat Utica before the monsters had to play them. <laughs> streaks streaks stress me out. Um, but yeah, it looks like the monsters are kind of doing the same thing as the Blue Jackets, which is just kind of having fun with it. And yeah, they may not be playing the best hockey in the world. They may not be winning all of the games, but they look like they're having fun with it. They look like, you know, the vibes are good in the Blue Jackets organization right now, I think, which is very exciting for me, a person who loves when the vibes are good. If you want vibes, again, I brought him up so many times, but just look at number 64 and his Top Gun a uh, specialty jersey <laughs> night warm-up with those aviator glasses those are all the vibes you need just kind of sums sums up the cleveland season i think which is yeah. fun for us at least uh so if people oh, yeah. want to learn more about the, the cleveland monsters obviously you can come and listen to uh dina myself and andrew garino over at monsters musings podcast we post uh weekly episodes every tuesday morning they're a lot of fun, but where else can people find you and your work? Well, I'm on Twitter at FPH, so just like Field Pass Hockey, FPH Monsters. 
all my written stuff is over at fieldpasshockey.net. And if you just want, you know, more news on everything American Hockey League related in the form of a nice, fun podcast, uh, you can join my co-hosts and myself on The Holy Grail. It's spelled G-R-A-H-L podcast that releases every Thursday. God, I don't think I've talked about that before. That's such a great name for a podcast like I saw it and was like genius incredible couldn't do any better I I don't I'll have to go back in our planning group chat to see who came up with that but I believe it was our Canadian colleague Zach Power it was I I I think it it was him or Andrew Rinaldi that may have come up with it but just watch it be like Jeremy or Michael (laughs) like one of my my other hosts just watch it be them but one of those guys came up with it. And at that point, discussions were over. We're like, that's it. We're done. That's it. <laughs> okay. Well, I think. And that's all I've got for you today. Tomorrow, I said we'll be sitting down with Anne Kimmel, one half of Locked on Predators, to preview tomorrow night's game. Having some goalie chat, some finish chat, some... Brian Johansson chat. Uh, some of these things are more fun than the others, but the whole conversation is super good uh, and I'm excited for you guys to hear it. So keep your ears out for that. I've been Jay Foster. You can find me on Twitter at underscore Jacob Foster, J A K O B F O R S T E R. You can find this podcast at L O underscore Blue Jacket. And if you have comments, questions, criticisms, you make sure you email me over at lockedonbluejackets at gmail.com. And until tomorrow, make sure you stay locked on.